The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne, and all the nations will be assembled before him. And he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. A stranger, and you welcomed me. Naked, and you clothed me. Ill, and you cared for me. In prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. A stranger, and you gave me no welcome. Naked, and you gave me no clothing. Ill, and in prison, and you did not care for me. Then they will answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or ill, or in prison, and not minister to your needs? He will answer to them, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. And these will go off to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Both of these readings today that we have are, they're really amazing readings. Uh, the, the first one is, it kind of bears a, re- a reread in a lot of ways. I was reading it this morning and I was like, man, that's amazing. You know, there's just so much, there's just so much to it in just the rhythm of our Christian life. And there's so much wisdom in it, in what Moses is trying to tell the people in, in what right conduct actually looks like in our life. I was actually meeting with somebody, and so, of course, you guys know all the story of my, my friend uh, Stephen and Samantha, their, their daughter, Toledo, who passed away, so their funeral will be, or the funeral for Toledo will be this Saturday at, um, at 11 a.m. at uh, St. Patrick's, and I met with them yesterday, and we were doing some of the planning, and, um, you know, God bless my friend Stephen, I mean, I just like, I love Catholic people, because he was like, I don't know, you know, going through readings and things like that. He's like, there's just not enough judgment in that one, Father, <laughs> you know? And, it, and it's just so funny because often one of the difficulties folks have at funerals is like, oh, I don't like that one. It sounds like there's too much judgment there. 
And yet, many people I meet are like, no, that's like so important. And, and you know, we read a reading like the gospel today about there's a real definitive line there, <laughs> you know, and Jesus is just like separated here and separated there. there there's a real importance to that, but often we sideline it and, and we don't realize that there's something asked of us, something asked of our moral way of living, our action in our whole entire life. Um, one of the things that I think is amazing about the first reading is this very phrase right here. So it says, um, you, should, you shall neither show partiality to the weak nor deference to the mighty, but judge your fellow men justly. This is kind of an amazing phrase right there because it really means that each person that we meet on this earth, that takes discernment no matter who it was. And so I, I thought I'd tell you about this story. Uh, my university, the Angelicum in, in Rome, where I went to, there was a lady who sat outside of the gates nearly every single day. And some of my formators at the seminary, who, like, one of them is now a bishop, he said, she was there when I was here back in your day, and I went to that university. And so, and this is not meant to, to be a derogatory term at all, but there's a large, what is often referred to, gypsy culture in Rome. And these are largely folks from Romania who are there in, in Rome. But sadly, when you learn more about it, your heart goes out to many of the people, you know, when you first meet them. But as you're in the city, you learn a little bit more about how that culture functions. And, you know, as I learned a little bit more about Maria, they're almost all Maria or Giovanni, you know, and so they, that, that's what they take as their Christian name. And so, Maria, as I learned more about her, the university had offered her a job at the university before, doing some different things. She says, no, I make more money doing this. She just makes more money sitting at the gate and, and telling seminarians she needs money or medicine or different things like that. And that has been her life and her career for years and years and years and years. And so, I would give Maria a gift before Easter, before we left for Easter, before we left for Christmas, and before I left for the summer. Because again, like, I knew what her situation was, and a lot of us started to get to know her situation really, really well. And so things are not always what they appear to be. And we know that here by being in our very city. Um, those of you who've been downtown, uh, homelessness is a different problem now than it used to be. It's not quite like it was where there wasn't even enough food to go around in Jesus's day. That's not necessarily the problem that we experience here in Portland, right? Often we see um, a lot of substance abuse and different di things like that. So it's very important when we meet people that we, we, we make good discernment on, on the situation that we do. To give is one thing, right? You know, that's an important thing also. If we're going to give, we have to realize that Yes, we can all ask ourselves all kinds of questions like, oh, they're probably going to do this with the bunny. That eventually gets out of our hands if we decide to give, right? That person is going to do with that gift what they, what they will. Uh, but you have to decide whether or not you're, you're going to do that in the first place. But it shows that there's more wisdom here. It's not just give to everybody that you see out there. It's discern the situation that you're confronted with. It's important to not, you know, show partiality to somebody who's rich and wealthy and strong, or, or even partiality to the poor, especially if we find out 
there's a, fa a false poverty behind some of the situation that we're in. But, but it just shows how closely we really have to examine each situation. And the reason I mention this is because that is our life. The Christian life holds a far higher bar. The higher bar is this. We discern all of our decisions. It's way easier sometimes. I've talked about the golden mean before. Sometimes it's way easier to be like, oh, the truth must be all the way over here. You know, so I'm all the way over here. And then you're like, oh, no, no. That guy's wrong. The truth is all the way over here. I need to stand over here in this spot. What's the golden mean? The golden mean is that every decision that comes my way, I must discern where the truth lies. You know, where it lies. Sometimes it is going to be over here, and sometimes it is going to be over here. But often if we get too polarized, we're going to miss what the actual truth may be. And that's always de depicted by this very simple, uh, like, pictogram. It's just like the courageous, um, we would say, like, the courageous fool and then the cowardly fool. And then the person in the middle is the golden mean. So the courageous fool is like, whatever trouble comes my way, I fight. That's what I do. I am a fighter. And then the coward is like, nope, whatever trouble comes my way, I actually run the other direction. I'm always just going to run away from it. The truth lies in neither situation. It depends on the situation that you are confronted with. Sometimes the wise thing to do is going to be to run. And sometimes the wise thing to do is going to be to fight. But the Christian way is to discern what the wise thing to do is, informed by what we get from the teachings of Jesus. Uh, Deacon Chuck and I were talking about how one of the things about life of Christ and, and what Moses did is he, Jesus communes with the Father, and then he goes out and he gives what he learns to his people. And that's exactly what Moses did. He goes into the tent of meeting, he communes with God, and then he goes back out, and it says, and he went out and taught this to all the Israelites. So that's what you're doing here today, is we come here to God, and we receive the fruits of his very self in the Eucharist, and then we go back out and give that to the world. And that's our center to where we actually make these decisions, where we make this discernment in our life. And so it's a high bar of discerning every person we meet and every situation that we're in. Uh, yeah, sometimes we get tired of doing that, but, uh, but we have to. We have to. That's what we're called to do till the very, very end. God bless you all.